Welcome to The New Beyond, a podcast that invites listeners to learn how to not only think outside the box, but learn how to live outside it. The New Beyond is a place in consciousness that lies beyond ideas of normal and abnormal. It's a place where the new comfort zone has much more to do with your willingness to play big and be uncomfortable while you're learning how to navigate this brave new world. Hello, I'm Dr. Judith Rich, an octogenarian, coach, and author of the best-selling book, Beyond the Box. The New Beyond invites us to go farther and deeper than you ever thought you could go. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Listeners, this is Judith, and I want to share with you an important new development. If you're currently facing some big challenges in your life and you're ready to get serious about creating solutions and manifesting the life you want to be living, I have designed the Personal Breakthrough Intensive to support you. The Personal Breakthrough Intensive, that I call the PBI, is a one-day VIP session with me as your coach, either in person or virtual, where I will partner with you to create the breakthrough solutions for your most important challenges. What if you could go deep and identify the core issues that have held you back? What if you could discover strategies for how to disrupt old patterns and design new ones that empower you to move forwards? What if you could create a fresh and compelling narrative for your life that aligns with and inspires and ignites your true potential? What if you could accelerate your breakthroughs and catalyze profound transformations in a short period of time and be coached by me one-on-one for a period of three months following your breakthrough intensive where I work with you to make sure You integrate and ground your breakthroughs. If you're ready to say yes to your highest intentions, goals, and dreams, then let's roll up our sleeves and get to work to create the breakthroughs you desire. I'll leave a link in the show notes for how you can learn more about what's available and how you can schedule a VIP day with me. And now, on to the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The New Beyond. I'm Judith Rich, and today I want to talk about the power of the five-second pause. And I want to begin this conversation by sort of backing into it through an inquiry about how you interact with life. And when I say life... I'm referring to capital L life, life in general, not necessarily your life, but in the larger sense, the life that is unfolding everywhere, all at once, all at the same time. It's doing what it does. At the quantum level, 
where life is just lifing along. Nothing is personal. Nothing has inherent meaning. Life is not personal, and all events are neutral. Let that sink in for a moment. I know it doesn't feel that way, does it? Because when you're in the heat of life and it's occurring in a way that feels very personal and your emotions are stirred up, perhaps even triggered, notice. How are you interacting with life in these moments? Are you reacting or are you responding? And what's the difference? Well, reacting happens when you're on automatic. There's no conscious intervention happening. You're not at choice when you're reacting. Our conscious minds have left the building, and we are at effect. We are not at cause. When we are responding, we are actually entering into the moment from a place of consciousness, and we are consciously choosing how we respond to the moment. So mostly what I want to talk about with you today is how to be in those moments when we are tempted or perhaps we've even found ourselves having gone down the rabbit hole of reaction. Life is occurring without regard to whether or not we like, want, or agree with it, or with what is happening. Life doesn't wait to happen until we're ready for it. Have you noticed that? Life is not personal. And I'm going to repeat this many times in this episode as a way to plant this seed of awareness in your consciousness, because I know we don't experience it that way. So if you're having a hard time with this concept, I invite you to just go along with me for a moment and just be willing to consider the possibility that life is not personal, that it's not happening to you personally, even though you have a personal experience of it. Life is just lifing, and then we personalize it. And it is in our making it personal that we create our experience of it. So as humans, we personalize what happens because it's how we're wired. We are meaning-making machines. We're wired to make meaning out of everything that happens. It's a unique characteristic and quality of human being that we have that capacity But here's the thing. We make meaning out of what happens so quickly that we often lose our ability to distinguish the facts about what actually happened and the meaning that we gave it. So life, the universe, reality on this plane is unfolding without consideration for what is best for us, what is best for you, what is best for me. In fact, in many regards, 
what's unfolding on our planet today is a direct result of the impact we humans have had on the planet. I mean, there's no longer any doubt, nor can there be any argument about whether or not climate change is real. And as a result of the accumulation of choices humans have made over the centuries, choices that have disregarded the health of the natural world and our collective existence as humans. So the catastrophic climate events that we are currently experiencing on the planet today are a direct result of the ways humans have behaved and Mother Earth is suffering the consequences, and therefore, so are we. And here's the thing. Even though you and I are suffering the consequences, here it comes, they are not personal. We are poisoning the air we breathe through the burning of fossil fuels, and we're poisoning the water we drink, and the earth is simply responding with the consequences. And again, they're not personal. But they do impact us on a personal level, don't they? I mean, if you just lost your home because a wildfire, like the one that recently occurred on Maui, just tore through your town and destroyed everything, this becomes very personal. So while the events themselves are neutral, the impact of the events are often very personal. And it's difficult to separate our reaction to something that impacts us in a significant way from the thing itself. The fire that destroyed your house, the tornado, the earthquake, the flood, the catastrophic natural events do not discriminate. They are neutral events. It might be easier to discern the neutrality of natural events from ones in our lives that are linked more closely to people and our relationships. When life occurs in a way that feels challenging, let's say maybe a life-threatening diagnosis, a catastrophic accident, you or a loved one are badly injured, or maybe we're talking about a death, a divorce, or other forms of loss. These two are neutral events, but they certainly don't feel that way. And it's much more difficult to distinguish their neutrality than, say, a natural event that disrupted your life. Here is where our emotions and our feelings get involved. Here is where our belief systems engage, and when they do, we race down the rabbit hole of reactivity, personalizing all the way down what it means. When we make things personal, we give meaning to them. And when we do that, we completely lose sight of the impersonal, neutral quality of the thing itself. We just don't see or experience it, even though it's there. So what if you could have access to this awareness that as life is unfolding in a way that feels personal, in a way that feels impactful, in a way that feels threatening or challenging, what if you could for just a tiny 
flash of a moment, have this flash of awareness. Oh, this is a neutral event. Let me stop here. Let me just step back for a teensy moment and disengage all of the meaning and all of the emotions that I've been rushing headlong into making this mean. What if I could just pause for a moment? Oh, let's say even five seconds. What if I could pause for five seconds before I apply meaning to something that is inherently without meaning? even though that might not be my experience. But what if just for five seconds I could pause before I bring meaning? Let's say you're having a difficult moment with a loved one. Maybe it's a difficult moment with a child. Maybe your child is going through a tough time. Maybe there's change or transition happening in your child's life, and they're struggling Maybe they just went from grade school to middle school or middle school to high school, and they might be having a hard time making the transition. Or maybe it's a new teacher, or your child got bullied, or somebody said something to them, and they interpreted it in a way that hurt their feelings. And so they're sad, or they're depressed, and they're struggling. And this does not feel like a neutral event. And I know as a parent and as a grandparent, when your child is struggling or upset, how do you not go there? But I'm telling you, there is another more effective way to be. Maybe you and your spouse or you and your significant other are in a tough moment in your relationship. Perhaps there's conflict happening. And you've both taken sides, and they're not the same side. And each of you is gathering evidence for why you're right about whatever you think your point of view is. And there's struggle and conflict happening. And it does not feel like a neutral event. What if, let's just say, in both of these examples, with both a child or a significant other, before you rush headlong down the rabbit hole of making up what all of it means, you could just simply pause for five seconds. What if you could interrupt your tendency to become reactive and get triggered, and instead you just paused for five seconds? The pregnant pause, so to speak. You know, there's it's an interesting term, pregnant pause, isn't it? Because A pregnant pause is one that's filled with possibility. It's alive. So consider that inside of a five-second pause, if you can create a tiny glimmer of space, just a little bit of daylight before you react and before you automatically assign meeting, if you could do that, you would see that there are many possibilities of how you could be with this moment. If you can pause just five seconds, you can shift from reacting to responding. And in so doing, you can gain access to other possibilities. In the pregnant pause, in the five-second pause, you can get off of automatic 
and gain access to intentional, conscious choice. In that five-second pause, you could be in the question, rather than get into upset along with my beloved because they're upset and now I'm upset with them, how could I instead best serve them from a place of being neutral? The five-second pause gives access to many different options for how to be in the moment, how to come into relationship with the struggle, how to come into relationship with those feelings that got hurt, how to come into relationship with your need to be right or your partner's need to be right about this issue that you're facing, or how even to enter into Let's just say a partner's unwillingness to talk about or deal with or address a difficult subject. When there is upset, it does not feel neutral. So what I'm suggesting here is to take a pregnant five-second pause before you react and plant a seed of awareness in your consciousness that whatever is happening right now is a neutral event even though it doesn't feel that way, even though it doesn't look that way. You ask yourself, let me choose how to respond in this moment instead of react. Let me choose consciously how to respond in this moment instead of react. Because when we jump into reactive mode, we become separated from our ability to access wisdom. What if you could take that pregnant five-second pause and then ask yourself, okay, so if this is a neutral event and it's not personal, what's the best way to respond in this moment? Take a deep breath and consider. In fact, let's do that right now. If you're in a place where you can close your eyes, follow along with me, but don't do this if you're driving a car or if you're in a public space. But come back to this episode when you can and do this activity because this is powerful. So if you're able to, I invite you to close your eyes, take a deep breath, hold the breath for five seconds, And then let it go. Good. And now bring to mind something that is currently happening in your life that feels very personal. It does not feel like a neutral event. Now let's take another deep breath. And as you do, allow your awareness to drop down into your center. Take a nice deep breath. Breathe down. See if you can connect with the space between your heart and your navel. Breathe into this space. Feel what's there. Bring your awareness to this thing in your life that's currently a source 
of maybe some strong feelings, some strong emotions, something that is occurring in your life, and you have intense feelings about it. Maybe it's related to someone else in your life. Maybe it's related to some event happening in your life. Or maybe it's even something like a headache or a pain in your body. That might be a good thing to work with for this exercise. If you have a headache or some bodily ache or pain or some part of your body feels tight and tense, connect with that right now. On a scale of 0 to 10, how intense is this feeling? Give it a number in which 0 is neutral and 10 is very intense, as intense as it gets. See if you can find something that lives for you. If possible, above a 5. Take a moment Scan your body. Scan that space between your heart and your navel. And see if you can connect. And when you have found whatever it is, Rate it on a scale of 0 to 10, of intensity. Give it a number. This is important because I'm going to check back with you in a moment. So now connect with this feeling. Maybe it's a physical symptom like a headache or a pain somewhere in your body. Maybe it's a strong emotion, but it's not subtle. Is there anyone else involved in this experience? If the answer is yes, who is it? Now, become aware of your feelings, what you feel in this moment. Maybe you feel like you don't understand why this thing is happening in your life. Maybe you don't like or want this thing to be happening. Maybe you don't agree with what is happening. What is the meaning you've given it? What does this thing mean? Notice your body. Notice your breathing. Is your breathing deep, slow, and easy? Or is it shallow and rapid? There's no right or wrong way here. Simply notice. Now, if this feeling were a color, if, if this is a symptom in your body, if it were a color or if it's a feeling, and what color is it? With your eyes closed, if you can, see that color. And notice, is that color bright? Is it vivid? Is it an intense color? Is it light? Is it kind of faded? What's the quality of this color? 
What temperature is it? So if you could hold it in your hand, what temperature is it? Is it hot? Is it warm? Is it cool? Or is it cold? And what shape is it? Imagine that you're holding this feeling in your hands or this symptom in your hands. What shape is it? Is it round? Is it square? Is it triangular? Is it rectangular? What shape is it? And then run your hands over the surface of it. What's the texture of it like? Is it rough? Is it smooth? Is it bumpy? Are there indentations? Is it silky? Does it feel slippery? Is it wet or is it dry? And what size is it? Just there in front of you with your hands. Use your hands to indicate what size is this? Is it really big? Can you, you know, do you need to reach out your arms, stretch out your arms to show the size? Is it something you can hold in both of your hands? What size is it? Now, in a moment, I want you to imagine that you're going to turn this into a liquid. And then, so imagine in one hand, you have a container. And in the other hand, you have this feeling or this symptom. And now I want you to turn it into a liquid and see yourself pouring it into the container. Pour it into the container. And now hold that container with both hands. Good. Okay, so notice notice now it's in liquid form and it's inside this container. And did anything happen to the color? Did it change color? Or is it still the same color it was before? And did anything happen to the intensity of the shade of the color? And notice if you feel anything about the temperature of the container. Is the container feel hot? Does it feel cold? What's the temperature of this container? Okay, good. Now, hold that container in one hand, and in your other hand, I want you to imagine a smaller-sized container. It's sized down from this first one. And I want you to take the liquid from the first container and pour it into the second container, the second smaller container. Good. Okay, and again, notice 
Did the color change or did it stay the same? And what's the temperature of the container? Now I want you to repeat this process again. Hold the container in one hand. In your other hand, imagine an even smaller container. And now I want you to pour the liquid from the second container into the third container. It's a smaller container. And now look at this third container. Notice there's less liquid there. Anything happen with the color? Now, one more smaller container in one hand, pouring the liquid from the third container into the fourth container, a smaller container. This is a pretty small container, actually. There's not that much liquid left. Okay, now in this fourth container, notice the color. Anything change with the color? Okay, and now in your empty hand, I want you to hold a thimble. And now pour the liquid from the fourth container into this thimble, and it's just large enough to hold the liquid. And now notice the liquid in the thimble. And you see that now it's no longer a liquid, it's a powder. The liquid has become a powder, and so this thimble now has powder in it. What color is that powder? I want you to take the powder from the thimble and pour it into the palm of your other hand. Pour this powder into your other hand. Now in the palm of your other hand, you've got some powder. Now I want you to do one of two things with this powder. Either take your hands, rub your palms together and just brush it away, or with your breath, blow it away. Just blow the powder out of the palm of your hand. And now the powder is gone. Notice your experience now. The powder's gone. What do you feel? Just be with this experience for a few seconds. Let's take a pregnant five-second pause here and be with your experience. Now from this space, let's check back in. On a scale of zero to 10, now rate the intensity of your experience. If it's emotions, if it was a physical pain, what number is it now? If it involves another person and a conflict or an upset, how intensely do you feel it now? This is that pregnant pause. It's a space. It's neutral. Now from here, what possibilities do you see for how to be with this experience in a way 
that opens possibilities to move you forwards. What possibilities do you see for how to be with this person in their upset or your conflict with them? The key here is to keep bringing yourself back to neutral when you find yourself in reaction. You're going to become reacted, reactive. It's going to happen. It's part of being human. We simply don't live in the consciousness of life is a neutral event most of the time. But to the extent that you can take that pregnant pause, just five seconds, before you head down that rabbit hole of reactivity, it's enough to give you a glimmer of space. And in that space lies your access to neutral. And from there, your choices can shift from reacting to responding. So I'll leave you with this homework assignment. Practice the pregnant pause five seconds at a time. Allow the space of possibility to present you with choices for how to be in the moment. When something triggers you and you're tempted to react, count to five. before you open your mouth. And in that pause, in those five seconds, a world of infinite possibility awaits your discovery. I'd love your feedback about your experience of this episode. In the show notes, there's a link where you can go to a place to share your experience. What'd you think? What'd you learn? What did you, what opened up for you? I would love to hear from you. Or if you're not already a member of our Facebook Living in the New Beyond group, put in a join request. We'd love to have you join us there and share your experience. Next time, I'm going to have more to say about that world of infinite possibility. So for now, I want to say thank you for spending time with me here in the new beyond. Until we meet again, many blessings. Our theme music was written and performed by Ken Ashby and produced by Gopal Metro. My thanks to both of them. And my thanks to you, dear listeners, for being here with us in the new beyond. If you're willing, I have a little extra credit homework assignment for you. Please mosey on over to Apple or Spotify and show us some love. I'd be so appreciative if you did. Like some stars or some nice words. Till then, see you next time. Tomorrow is not up to someone else.